You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 63. So I've recently been diving into one of my new favorite books called High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. And the whole book is talking about all of the research and the studies and the different similarities that he's found over the course of 25 plus years working with high performers. And it's been interesting because I think as my, sometimes like, I'd like to think of myself as a high performer, someone who's trying to get stuff done. And he shares this section in his book where when he decided that he wanted to do courses, he quit his job and he decided to move in with his girlfriend. And he was like, I'm going to start writing a book. And he spent months like, you know, trying to get motivated and start his day with the perfect coffee and the perfect omelet. And then he'd walk around the park and then he would do this. And he basically said that that went on for months and months and months. And he just wasn't really making progress with his writing. And he would use his bed as a credenza and lay out all of his bills and all the things that were stacking up week after week, month after month, because he needed to get them paid, but he wasn't generating any income. And so his girlfriend was providing for their apartment and paying for the food that he ate. And he was sitting there at his computer, just like waiting for the inspiration to strike. And she quietly crept into bed and climbed under the covers, trying not to disturb him or the papers that he had laid out all over the bed. And all of a sudden it hit him that, you know, this, this woman that he loved so much was taking care of him and doing everything for him. And he didn't want her to have that burden anymore. And all of a sudden this switch kind of flipped in his mind where he was like, I don't ever want to be in this position again where I have her working so hard, extra shifts, the late hours, so I can, you know, quote unquote, figure out what I'm doing. And it gave him that motivation to just start writing. And even when he didn't feel like it to just keep going. And he said that it was that moment when he actually started to take off and that his writing started to have purpose because it wasn't about him anymore. He was now doing it for her. And I think sometimes that in our lives, like we talk about our why and and why we want to do things. And it usually is like he said, it's not really for ourselves. It's for another person that we feel called to share our experiences and to share our knowledge and to want to help other people, whether it's to benefit our, you know, significant other, our children, or even our students or the people who we're trying to help through our message. And so today I want to talk about courage because I think a lot of times we think that courage is really the absence of fearlessness, and it it isn't. Um, In his book, he says, you know, courage is not fearlessness. It's taking action and persisting despite the fear. The more actions you take facing fear, expressing yourself, and helping others, the easier and less stressful those actions become. I think of courage as taking determined action to serve an authentic, noble, or life-enhancing goal in the face of risk, fear, adversity, or opposition. And I love this because it's such a good reminder that courage is sometimes just taking action even though you're terrified and even though maybe no one's listening and even though you feel alone or you feel silly or dumb or stupid, courage is not about being brave. It's actually taking action and just moving forward. Um, Harry S. Truman said, progress occurs when courageousness, skillful leaders seize the opportunity to change things for the better. 
And I think it's, you know, again, every instance where you think of people who were courage, they probably were terrified, but they took action anyway. They took action anyway. Um, Here's another quote by Mark Twain. Courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. And I, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about this because I had some really lofty goals for my business for July. The month of July was going to be like my biggest month of the year. I had it all planned out. I knew exactly how I was going to accomplish it. And about 20 days in, it became very clear that I wasn't going to hit this goal. And I was getting stressed out because I had actually never set a goal like this for myself in my business. I kind of just let my business run me. And that means like if I get gigs, awesome. If not, awesome. But setting this goal was really scary and putting it out there and telling my assistant like this is what we're shooting for and then not only missing the mark but really missing the mark. Um, I felt really bad and I feel like, you know, I can sit and feel bad and, and let the anxiety And honestly, the depression and the feelings of I'm not good enough and who do I think I am and this is so stupid and and I need to give up, I need to quit, I could have those take over me. Or I think I can say, what did I learn? Because this was the first time I've ever tried to accomplish something like this. And to be honest, like I still made money this month. It wasn't the goal that I set for myself. It was about a third of that. But I still have to honor the fact that like I'm moving forward. Like it wasn't a negative month. It was there was good opportunities. Some things panned out. Some things didn't. Um, and so here are the three things from his book that he says: when you feel frustrated and you feel not courageous and you feel afraid and fearful, here are the three things to do. And so this is where I am in this. I'm struggling, but I'm going to do it because I want to show this process and show the struggle. Because I feel like I'm so close. I'm so close to something. And maybe it's craziness. Maybe it's genius. I don't know. But I can't let it go. I can't give it up. So I want to share these three things that Brennan talked about when you feel like you're in the struggle and how to demonstrate courage. So the first is to honor the struggle. Don't get frustrated or overwhelmed by opposition, inertia, or challenges that make you struggle. Meet those struggles with poise, dignity, and determination. No one who achieves greatness avoided struggle. They met it. They engaged with it. They knew that it was necessary because they knew that real challenge and hardship pushed them, extended their capabilities, and made them rise. So then tell yourself, the struggle I'm now facing is necessary, and it's summoning me to show up, to be strong, and to use it to forge a better future for myself and my loved ones. I love this so much because it's so true. Like every great leader, every great thought leader even, and anyone who has truly shown courage has had to overcome opposition and has had to, you know, be put through that refiner's fire, if you will, and molded and shaped. And I think back of like my boxing journey, which a physical transformation that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, You know, it was so physically hard and I cried. I was so I struggled every day. And then all of a sudden you look up a year later and you're like, wow, look how strong I am. Um, But it's only going through that struggle that you can really find the strength because it comes slowly every single day. 
Number two, share your truth and your ambitions. Each day, reveal to others what you're really thinking and what you really want in life. You will start believing more in yourself by repeating your objective, deepening your own resolve to overcome obstacles in the pursuit of the goal. And in the process, you may also find kindred spirits and collaborative supporters who share your dreams and goals. I love this because that's one of the reasons I wanted this podcast. One of the reasons I wanted this platform was to be more honest and unfiltered. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But to me, being able to kind of share and document and have this diary, if you will, of my truth and my ambitions and what I want, like maybe I'll look back on this and say, oh, how silly you were. Or if you only knew what you know now, I feel like that's like when I look back at even my boxing days or even giving birth to a child, you know, like if you knew what you knew now, like you can do this. I know you can do this. Um, but again, sharing, there's so much power in sharing and putting it into the universe and telling people it makes it real and it helps the goal to materialize. I found that every single time, especially in my life. Um, third is find someone to fight for. Remember who depends on you and who will find the will and the courage to fight for them. And we will do more for others than we will ever do for ourselves. And in doing something for others, we find our reason for courage and our cause and focus for excellence. I love this so much. And I think that when I do my whys and I think about, you know, what I want, and I've talked about retiring my husband. And like I said, he makes good money. He's a hard worker. He's so smart. And I just, I don't know, like, I, I think as humans, we all just want freedom. We want the freedom to be able to call the shots. And I think that's different for each of us. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, but for me, it's like, I want the autonomy to be able to go and do and not have to ask a boss for time off and not have to say, you know, what I want. And sometimes the things I want don't make any sense to him. Like, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but my daughter goes to a private school and the tuition is very expensive. It's like almost as much as our mortgage. And my husband does not understand why I want to pay for her to go to school. And so one of the things that's been a goal for me in my my business is I need to come up with this money if I want to send her to this school. And I know some of you will think like that's super noble. Maybe others of you will say that's ridiculous. There's education that taxes pays for, like you're already paying for that education. You're in basically paying double. Um, but I just believe so much in making sure that she understands the values of hard work and this beautiful country that we live in. And I want her to have every opportunity and I want her to know that, you know, her education is important and that, um, I personally just believe in private education. I honestly, you guys don't think the government does a good job. That's really what it comes down to. Um, I know that teachers and individuals and school boards and the people do their best, but I just don't believe that the government should be running schools anyway. So I, I put my money where my mouth is by sending her to a private school. Um, that again is teaching her all American values and how to be her own individual and a thought leader and to be creative. And I love, I love what I'm paying for. Like, it's absolutely amazing that my kindergartner is reading at a third grade level and that she is learning fractions and all kinds of things that I honestly still like, she was teaching me some things the other, the other month when we were doing homework. But, um, 
And to me, that's important. And even if you don't understand it, even if you're like, that's so crazy, I would never do that. Um, it doesn't matter because that is like what drives me. I want this so bad. Um, and I just, like I said, I want to give her opportunities. I want her to not struggle like I did in school. And maybe that's part of it is like, I really struggled in school. I was moved around to a lot of different schools um, because of my mom's health problems and she couldn't drive. And so we were kind of at the mercy of like neighbors or whoever would take us. And so, you know, I've, I've had every experience from homeschool to private school to multiple public schools. And I just did not feel like I had the skill sets. I never learned how to be a good learner. It took me a lot of time and a lot of, um, struggle and failed tests, failed classes. Like I'm so embarrassed because, um, when you think about stuff like that, it's hard to admit that you're not smart enough and you're not good enough and to have teachers tell you that you're not smart, you know, like I never want that for her. And I guess in a lot of ways, like I never really thought about my desire for her to go to a private school where she had a smaller class sizes and two teachers and all of the opportunity was really about me. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, but again, like this is, this is exactly why I think it's so important for me to share this journey and to document it because I, I want to be able to look back and to remember why I was fighting so hard and to think like, you know, if this could help one person say, I know sometimes from the outside, it looks a certain way or it looks like they have it all together, but really like every single person is struggling. And each of us, like at the different stages of our lives, go through things that are hard and difficult. And that's why, like, we just need to honor and respect and love everybody else and be kind and, and patient and say, you know what? It's okay. Like, if that's important to you, you do you. And so I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening to all these crazy emotions and these ups and downs. And, um, yeah, like I said, I hope it's imparting on you that you can do it. Like if a girl who didn't even graduate from college can do this, like you can do it. And, you know, I, I want to encourage you to like find your tribe, find your people, because if it even is just like the little, littlest bit of hope, littlest desire in your heart, like I know that you can do it. And if you were blessed enough to live in the beautiful United States of America, you can literally do anything. And I know people that like my mom, you know, that have come from other countries to be here because it really is the most amazing place in the whole world where if you're willing to work hard enough and connect and put yourself out there and put your dreams out there and work relentlessly towards your dreams that you can do it. Thanks for being here. You guys, I'll catch you next time.